Hello and welcome to the Pod of the Damned, where the horror commentary is so hot it comes straight from hell. I'm your host, Ian, and in this latest mini-sode, I'm going to be talking all about the latest release from 2022, the Disney Plus exclusive Hocus Pocus 2. Uh, before we do that, uh, I'd just like to do a little bit of housekeeping. Don't forget, if you would like to support us across our social media platforms, you can do so on Twitter at Damn Podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Pod of the Damned. If you would like to get early access to our mini-sodes, you can do so by supporting us on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned. This episode will be available there uh, for a couple of days before it gets released on the main show. And most of our other mini-sodes will go up with about a week's advance, in about a week advance, sometimes more. Uh, but yeah, pod of the damned, uh, patreon.com, sorry, forward slash pod of the damned. We're not going to hang about today, we're going to get straight into things, and we're going to talk all about Hocus Pocus 2. I banish thee from Salem! <gasps> Forever! They were right to fear thee. Magic has a way of uniting. Happy 16th birthday, child. I have a gift for my favorite customers. Legend has it, it's on the 16th birthday that a witch gets her powers. We have to steal their souls. Whoa, 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 wait, can we talk about this? No. <laughs> we must fly! You run Not freak out. The provincial maniac obsessed with getting revenge on Salem sounds very bad for Salem. We should get some salt. Why? So it tastes better when they eat us? Six feet under. Stop! I am a good zombie! This movie was released in 2022, was directed by Anne Fletcher, and stars Bette Midler, Kathy Jimmy, and Sarah Jessica Parker. The IMDb plot is as follows. Two young women accidentally bring back the Sanderson sisters to modern-day Salem and must figure out how to stop the child-hungry witches from wreaking havoc on the world. Tagline for this movie is, We're Back Witches. So, obviously, Hocus Pocus is a movie that we have previously covered on the main show on Pod of the Damned. It's been given a full episode, and it's one that's, that's deemed now as a cult classic, you know. I don't... You'll be hard-pressed, I think to go out there and really find people who massively dislike Hocus Pocus. 
Um, it currently sits in 29th place, so it's about mid-table on our leaderboard. It didn't get particularly high scores from the critics at the times. Myself and Nico, we both rated it an 8 out of 10. The audience gave it an 8.4. So Hocus Pocus sits in 29th place on our leaderboard with a 6.6 .6 out of 10. But, you know, I think... I think there, there's such a huge nostalgia factor for this. And Hocus Pocus 2 is a movie that, you know, there's been so many rumours over the years about a sequel coming and, you know, people being like, it's fake rumours and obviously, finally, it, it's happened. We've got our original three witches back, you know, Bette Midler's back, Sarah Jessica Parker's back, Kathy Najimy is back, uh, Doug Jones is also back, who plays Billy Butcherson, uh, but aside from that, when it comes to Hocus Pocus 2, that's it for the original cast, none of the other original cast have returned, um, I, I mean, I, I don't think that necessarily holds this movie back uh, at all, I think, you know, I think the important part was that we were getting the three Sanderson sisters back. Now, when it comes to the plotline, I was a little bit worried at one point in this film that we were essentially going to just be completely rehashing the plot from the original. And to an extent, we kind of are. Um, you know, the, the witches get back by um, someone lighting the black flame candle, which is it, it's set up slightly differently. You know, the people who light it don't know that they're lighting it, and it, it's sort of a trick, and... That's all very well and good. Um, initially, it seems like the the you know the the plot line is going to be the same that they're going to try and steal the souls of children so that they can live past the night. And eventually, you know, it gets slightly mixed up, and that the the Sanderson sisters are going to try and you know perform this spell, the magica ma the magica maxima. I I can't remember what it's pronounced, and that's going to make them the most powerful witches you know, of all time, and therefore they're going to be able to live through the night. So they do mix the plot line up a little bit, which I'm really happy about, because there was a there was a moment in the film there where I thought, you know, we're just going to end up watching the exact same film, but, you know, 29 years later, and, you know, I'm glad that didn't happen. When it comes to, because obviously this is aimed at, a, you know, this isn't a scary horror film this is a horror comedy aimed for young adults and one of the things i think i was worried about was the disneyfication of this now obviously hocus pocus itself was a disney film um but you know i think there was a concern for me that whilst hocus pocus is obviously aimed to be a, as a family friendly sort of spooky season horror film uh that they were going to go way too far into that one direction with this and that it was going to become, you know, really aimed to a significantly younger audience. And to a point, I did kind of feel that. Um, you know, the, the, it, some of the jokes for me didn't quite land as hard. And I don't know, maybe if it's just because I'm that much older now, obviously, you know, I remember growing up when, when Hulk, you know, when Hocus Pocus was released was when I was two years old. So I grew up with that film and I have a nostalgic factor. And maybe, again, that's why as an adult, I can go back to the original and not really feel that sort of Disneyfication that people sometimes feel. Whereas with Hocus Pocus 2, I first watched this now when I'm 31 years old. So maybe, you know, maybe that does play a factor in it. Um, and maybe, you know, for kids who are young now are watching Hocus Pocus 2 in 20 years time, they might grow up and feel the same way about the sequel as we did about the original but i definitely i personally definitely did feel that 
when it comes to the sort of comedy aspect of this movie, um, again, for me, not all of them land as well as the first film. There's a couple of really funny moments in this film, though. I do think some of the comedy lands pretty well. I really like the sequence when, the you know, the, the sisters are in Walgreens and they're, you know, they're eating all the sort of beauty products because they've told them that, you know, they contains the souls of children. You know, there's a face pack at one point. They think it's a child's face. I think that's quite, you know, a funny moment. And um, there's a couple of really sort of, there's there's a there's a few quite really funny sequences just in general in this. So I do um appreciate the fact that some of the some of the comedy for this in this movie really does does land. I don't think as much of it lands again as the original. So I think you know again for me that's maybe a slight step down. I think ultimately what is the biggest sort of performance the plus point in this movie is again once again and it's probably the exact same as what we said in the uh, for the original film is the performances we get from Bette Midler, Kathy and Jimmy and Sarah Jessica Parker you know they're once the, you know they really do sort of embody these roles and you know Bette Midler has gone on record in interviews as saying that this is by far and away the, her most favorite role that she's ever played in her in her illustrious career um, she does kind of sound like she's got a bit of a sore throat at some point in this in this film, but let's not forget she is seventy six years old um, when they were when filming this, you know. And Bette Midler looks fantastic for a seventy six year old, and she does an incredible job here. They do hit a lot of the same spots again. Going back to the sort of comedy aspects, a lot of the comedy that I think maybe didn't quite land as much for me is the comedy that they've just sort of repeated a little bit from the first film. They do kind of hit a lot of the jokes that happened in the first film. That goes back to what I was saying as well about the, you know, potentially borrowing the sort of plot line. Um, so they do hit some of the same sort of comedic notes as well. So for me, that's also maybe a little bit of a negative because, you know, you're just repeating a joke that was funny and you go back and watch the original and it's funny. It's never going to be quite as funny as, as in this one. I think the other sort of, I don't want to say negative, because I don't think this is a bad film. I think this is a perfectly acceptable film, a perfectly acceptable family-friendly film. I think sort of young teens, sort of, you know, 8 to 14-year-olds might potentially might really love this. And there'll definitely be adults out there who absolutely love it as well. Um, but uh, I don't think this film quite has as much heart uh, as as the original as well. You know, I think I think... Again, that probably goes back to that saying I've been using, that Disneyfication of um, of the movie. It doesn't quite have the heart of the first one. And without giving away the ending to this movie, they do try and get there. And there are definite moments, especially I would say in that final act, that, that definitely does have a little bit of heart, especially around sort of Winifred uh, and Bette Midler. It, 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 it's actually quite nice to see I think at the end of a couple of at the end of the two films, so there there are moments, um, there are definite moments in this film where it has, but I don't think that even comes close to the original. What I do really like about this film is that there are quite a lot of sort of callbacks to that original film. You know, um, the mother witch in the opening scenes, she's wearing pretty much the same dress as uh, Thora Birch's character Danny was wearing in the original film. A lot of the group shots, a lot of the costumes that they're wearing, you know, we see um, the Madonna costume, for example, from the original film. Obviously, we've got Billy Butcherson back. Um, so there are, and there's there's a whole lot more um, in that as well. And I'll get into a couple more of them in the trivia section uh, portion of the episode as well. So 
there are a whole lot of sort of callbacks to that original which i need as well when we're talking about hocus pocus i think i think for a lot of people probably their famous scene is the i put i, sp I put a spell on you scene the the musical number the song in the movie you know, we stated when we covered Hocus Pocus that that was definitely by far and away our favourite, you know, scene from the whole episode. In this movie, we, of course, get another musical number. I don't think it would not be a Hocus Pocus movie. It would not be a Bette Midler movie without getting that. Um, however, in this uh, movie, it's one way or another that the, the, the sisters sing. I do quite like the whole sort of setup to this scene where, you know, they're doing a Sanderson sisters costume contest, you know, and there's a whole bunch of other groups. There's some drag queens, quite very famous drag queens in there as well. Um, but, so I like the setup to it. However, I don't think the song lands anywhere near as much as I put a spell on you as well. I think there was just potentially better options for songs. Like they could have picked a different, like, I think there's more sort of Halloween appropriate songs. When you listen to some of the lyrics, yeah, it does kind of work for the movie and what they're sort of going for. But I think they possibly could have picked a better song for this as well. But, you know, the, you know these minisodes, as I've been told, set, uh, as I say to you guys before, are all about, you know, just giving very brief overviews. So, you know, I'm not going to get too in-depth. I'm not going to give away, you know, a lot of the plot. You know, we try and, try and keep these as spoiler-free as I can, although some of them I just blatantly haven't. Um... But yeah, so that's sort of my overall opinions of, of Hocus Pocus 2. Um, we'll get into some trivia and then I'll do some ratings and some of your opinions as well before we get out of here. Um, and with that being said, let's let's do that. So let's go and talk about some of the trivia that surrounds this film. Um, there's multiple callbacks, as I've said previously, to uh, the original film. Uh, for example, during the scene where the mayor, he loses his place in line for a candy apple, there's a couple sitting on the bench, they're dressed as a devil and an old lady with hair ro rollers, which is obviously a callback to the original uh, Gary and Penny Marshall roles from, uh, they play the devil and the uh, the, the old lady um, who hosts the sisters for an evening. So there's a callback to that as well. There's a second callback to that as well, um, when one of the sisters is peeking through the window of a house. And it's one of the things that can canonically really bugs me about this film because there's a couple in there and they're watching Hocus Pocus on the TV. And it just... Bec because there are several tie-ins, we do get flashbacks in this movie to the original. So it kind of bugs me that they've then gone on and put someone actually watching the original in the film because it really canonically makes you wonder where these films lie and i know that's maybe looking at the things a little bit deep for what is essentially you know a kid's film but it's just something that when i was watching it really kind of fucking irritated me so that's definitely something that bothered me um in the original film mary's mouth is crooked to the right um but this time it's to the left Kathy and Jimmy explains that this is because it's hard for her to do it um, on the original side now. So to explain it away, Winifred actually slaps Mary and her mouth moves to the other side, which I actually think is quite is quite clever. Um, it's the spider that attacks the Salem village in the opening uh, are golden silk orb weavers. Um, you can tell by their tan bodies and their, their spots and stripes. 
and their legs, but even though they're large, um, they're actually completely harmless to humans. They're not venomous, and their bites cannot even uh, pierce human skin. As I said, Kath uh, Bette Midler was 76 during filming of this. She was 47 in the original. Kathy and Jimmy was uh, 36 in the original, 65 for this, and Sarah Jessica Parker was 28 and then 57. Obviously, this is an exclusive street to streaming services, as went on to Disney Plus. Based on hours watched domestically in the first three days as of as of right now, uh, Hocus Pocus 2 is currently the number one film premiere on Disney Plus ever in the United States, which I don't think was to be unexpected. I think everyone sort of knew that this was going to be something that was highly watched. It's just whether or not it's going to be highly thought of and remembered. This is um, something that I think is a little bit sad. Larry Bagby, who played Ice in the original film, had, uh, was actually interested in reprising his role for the sequel. His agent submitted him for a cameo. He didn't want a major role. He just wanted a little cameo appearance, um, you know, as the magic shop owner, I think it was. But they never, ever contacted Larry Bagby uh, to come in for an audition. I don't know why they would make him audition for the character of Ice. He is Ice, but they were ne they never got in contact with him. And I think that's me. I think things like that are a little bit sad. Um, on the big billboard sign for Mayor Trask's re-election, um, you can actually see the Denison house from the original movie. And um, again... And yeah, sorry, I was looking at a bit of trivia there, but I've already said it, and that is that is it. That's all I've got for the trivia. So we'll move on to our final segment. We'll do some ratings and opinions. Uh, we do critics ratings. IMDb give this a 6.2 out of 10. Metacritic give a 5.5. I couldn't actually get the Rotten Tomatoes critics. I was having problems accessing the website, so I do apologize for that. But a 6.2 from IMDb, a 5.5 from Metacritic. As always, I throw it out to you guys, our followers and listeners across social media, for your opinions. Uh, GamerGeek says, enjoyable, but didn't have the same nostalgic feel for me as the first one did. Cinematography was on point though. The place looked amazing. It was great to see the main three back. Three out of five pumpkins. At Kim Shoots Things says, just another case of a movie company cashing in on the fact people are still in love with a film made 30 years ago. It made me think of the craft legacy. Uh, they took a classic that made something gimmicky and forgettable. Jeremy Earl Mayhew said they sacrificed an original iconic opportunity in exchange for untethered story elements meant to pander rather than create an emotional connection to the viewer. It's the curse of today's increasingly lazy screenwriters. My issues are wholly with the script, plot and the writing. Chatsunami says, though the main trio were great as always, the film felt too Disney-fied and didn't achieve what the last one did. And finally, friend of the show, Kerry Phillips says, was alright had the original cast not been in it. I would not have enjoyed it as much. And that's it. I think if, if we didn't get the sister, I think this film wholly relies on the three Sanderson sisters for its sort of enjoyability factor and for anyone really having fun with this. And I, I, I am in total agreement with that. So for me, we gave Hocus Pocus, well, I gave Hocus Pocus an 8 out of 10. I'm going to give this a 6. I still think it's good. I think it's still got funny. I think it's still got a little bit of heart. But I think in every single aspect, it just falls short to what the original achieved. So for me, I'm going to give Hocus Pocus 2 a 6 out of 10. That's going to do it for this mini-sode. Um, as uh, I previously stated, these mini-sodes are usually used to bring you guys um, just a short, brief overview of new releases 
Um, we try and keep them as spoiler free. We try to release them every once in a while. Obviously, we're right slap bang in the midi middle sorry, of spooky season at the moment. We've already released an episode on dog soldiers this month. Stay tuned over the next couple of weeks. Up next on the show, we're going to be talking about The Strangers. Me and Nico are going to be giving that full episode treatment. But we've also got episodes coming up on Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. We've also got episodes coming up on Trick or Treat. Uh, and we've got a whole lot more planned for this month as well. So stay tuned because there is a lot of episodes about to be coming your way. Once again, if you would like to support us on our social media platforms, you can do so on Twitter at Damned Podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Pod of the Damned. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned sign up there for just one pound get early access to all of our minisodes we'll also be doing some bonus exclusive episodes there this month as well that will never ever get released onto the main show as well and some other perks as well that's going to be coming over the coming days weeks and months but until next week on the pod of the damned just remember you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't Thank <laughs> you.